The force is with you, young Skywalker. But you are not a Jedi yet. My powers have doubled since the last time we met Count. Hey! Suffering. Death, I fear. Something terrible has happened. Young Skywalker is in pain. Dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. I will be the most powerful Jedi ever. It's all Obi-Wan's fault. He's jealous. He's holding me back. You don't know the power of the dark side. I must obey my master. These aren't the droids you're looking for. These aren't the droids we're looking for. Master Skywalker, there are too many of them. What are we going to do? Hello there. Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, Jedi, Sith, boys, girls, Twi'leks, Wookiees, Abuelas, Chochas from the 1970s, uh, and everything in between to another edition of the new Force Order Life. Podcast. That's right. We are a Star Wars podcast. Now, if you did not realize that by now, I believe if my math is correct. And you know the Greeks invented math. This is episode 140. Not shorty 140, but for 140. Uh, and if you've not realized that this is a Star Wars podcast, then you, sir, and you, madame, are dumber. Than a box of rocks, dumber than the uh, what was the tag team from NYWC? The brothers. Oh man, forget the joke's not gonna fly now. They fly now. They fly now. Doc, what happens to those people who fly now without any hope? Uh, <laughs> sorry, they can't build rebellions. Rebellions are built on hope. Rebellions are built on hope. That's right. And if you can't build rebellions. I don't know. Anyway, I am one third of your host. I am the Greek god Papadon. I am a Star Wars aficionado. I am not in the mood to talk to you fucking people tonight, but I'm doing it out of the kindness of my black heart. You're not in the mood. Yeah. Uh, alongside with me is the Sith Force ghost in the room. The man who's starting his own marketing agency coming out in 2022. Hit him with a, hey, yo. And let them know who the fuck you are. Hey, yo. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I am the talk lord of the podcast, the Sith Ari, the rampaging Reverend Kiss, the butcher, the most disgruntled Star Wars fan in the galaxy, your boy Spiro. And last, and certainly not least, it is the medical droid with the kung fu grip. You may know him as Captain Pepper Shaker, but I know him as the man, the myth. The motherfucking legend who loves to steal your thunder. Introduce yourself, sir. I am smarter than 2-1-B, more technical than FX7, the god of steel and thunder. And the guy who's got no snappy intro this week. I apologize, guys. Shitty week for us all. Uh, Dr. Destroyo, Alex Arroyo. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's been a while since we've done a show. I would say maybe almost 10 days. Our schedules and lives have been very hectic. And it's been very difficult to get us on the same schedule. But we're here, and we're going to make it clear. Um, we're not queer, but that doesn't matter. I just said that because it rhymes. Um, a big article came out from... Wait, wait, wait. Listen, wait, wait, wait. Listen, I'm going I'm to step on your toes for a second here, okay? Go ahead. Uh, as, as well, first off, report... let me apologize because that intro sucked, but go on. Uh, as of this uh, recording, it is currently 11.43 p.m. on Monday evening, okay? And we had broached about this a little bit a while ago, that the new hat, well, new, it's not new, it's about to end in 17 minutes. The HasLab, which is the Kickstarter that Hasbro does for certain toys, for the 6-inch Black Series, won't be 6-inch, but it's along that scale line, Rancor, the monster that was in Jabba's uh, palace, is currently about to end. All right, so now we're gonna have like a live countdown on the show because in 17 minutes it's gonna end. Um, and as of right now, I'm gonna go to the webpage of Hasbro over here. Let's refresh. There is we need 9,000 backers. There are currently 7,912 backers now with 16 minutes left. So now, um, let me give you a little backstory about what's going on with this thing. So Hasbro put it out. It's $349.99 plus tax and shipping if you don't have Pulse uh, Pulse Premium, which I do. Um, which will probably come out to, I don't know, $380 something along those lines. $374 maybe, somewhere around there. Anyway, so people were upset because it really didn't come with a lot of things. And the way the, the way these Kickstarters go on HasLab is that the more people that back it, the more stuff they add. So they show you what happens when you hit... Um, 11,000 when you hit 1350 when you hit 15,000 and so on and so on and so on so the first tier so to to, to back it in general to get the rancor it's just the rancor um with like a little backdrop who's cardboard who cares it was 9,000 uh backers it needed to be if they got to 11,000 backers they'd give you a gamorian guard on an old school star wars card then again these are the six inch ones um if it got to 1350 they'd give you a bunch of skulls to kind of lay on the inside of the um, of the Rancor pit, it looks like one looks like a bantha skull, one looks like a, I don't know a human skull, it's like a human rib cage, a couple other oddly shaped skulls of uh, creatures and stuff. And if it got to sixteen thousand, they'd give you a Silicious Crumb on a card, um, Return of the Jedi style card, um, you know, in scale with the six inch figures. And if it got to nineteen thousand, which is ten thousand more than we need to start it up, they'll give you a Luke Skywalker entering the palace of Jabba. Um, in his brownish cloak with his off-gray 
um, and black outfit. So the people who buy Star Wars figures were not impressed with these tiers and basically revolted because in, when they put this out, they don't really show you the tiers. They, they start showing you the tiers a little bit later to kind of get more people involved and to go. People were not happy that these were the tiers because all the figures that were coming out were all reused figures. And it's kind of a bullshit thing. Yeah, they're on new cards. Some of them have a little bit new deco, um, but they're all reused except the skulls. But who gives a shit about the skulls? So people were fucking angry. And the people who had already backed it decided to cancel their order. So they went at one point from like 5,000 to like, it was like 6,000 to like back to like 4,200 or something like that. So a lot of people just backed the fuck off and then just lit Hasbro the fuck up on their social media. Lit them up. Like multiple comments on multiple different posts. Where is this? You know, no Ula, no Mula, which was I thought was the the, the best uh, <laughs> the, the, the the best catchphrase. Hashtag no Ula, no Mula. Apparently Disney can't make Ula because she looks she's in her slave outfit and is too scantily clad. But that was stated by one of these guys. Um, so they went back and they said, okay, guys, you know, we're trying to listen here. We're trying to do something. So we're gonna throw in the Rancor Keeper figure, which is gonna be a brand new figure, not on a car, just loose inside there, and it's like a little baggy. At the very baseline bottom bottom price of, of you know nine thousand, so we have to do nothing to get that except hit the nine thousand. Um, and people still said, "Go fuck yourselves." They were not happy. So we're rounding now and then down to thirteen minutes um, for this to kind of go through. And we're at let's see, hold on, it, the, the the ticker keeps going up, which is interesting because if these assholes, so we're at seventy nine eighty five right now. So if these assholes back this at nine thousand, we don't get anything else. I'm gonna be pretty fucking pissed off. Um, usually these Kickstarters, um, for Hasbro and other things explode in the last hour. This is not exploded as much as I thought it would. I thought we'd be way past that thing right now and be hitting stretch goals at this point. So it looks like for 350, we're just going to get the Rancor and Malachi, which kind of fucking sucks. Um, unless Hasbro kind of says, all right, listen, we apologize. We'll throw in some more stuff, but I, I doubt it's going to happen. But, uh, people have not been happy with this. It could be worse. You pay four hundred seventy-five dollars for a Boba Fett coat. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Which I did, by the way. So, <laughs> so Papadons, you know, tearing into that one. So, Columbia, which is a you know great jacket maker, has uh, had did a blue a, a mini Boba Fett line. It's basically a T-shirt that was fifty bucks for a T-shirt, a sweatshirt like a sweater, um, that was still pretty cool. That was like hundred and fifty bucks. And then they did a, um, I think one other thing, but they did the main, the main product was the Boba Fett like jacket, the winter jacket, which was four, like you said, four fifty. Um, but I got to tell you, they they did the drop at midnight on Monday. No, sorry, on Thursday, Thursday night into Monday, uh, into Friday uh, midnight. And I was driving, and my alarm went off because I set my alarm. I was picking my kid up. I was almost home, and I pulled over, and I immediately got to the Clubby website, and I tried to get an XL already sold out literally in a minute so i was able to snag a large which i should still fit my fat ass into um and i haven't determined though if i want to flip it on stock x or if i want to keep it because i'm sure i can I'm, i'll look at stock x right now to see how much it's flipping for but i'm sure it's going to be uh much more than the 450 i paid for it so a lot of exciting things going on in star wars this week yeah a lot of shit you can throw your money away at um, of course well, let's start it. Up. Let's start the show off with what we like to do, and let's start off on a good note. We like to start with a segment called Marky Mark and his funky tweets. 
And what this is about is that there's a gentleman by the name of Mark Hamill. Doc, you familiar with him? Uh, you sure? Okay. Mr. Hamill, a.k.a. the face that runs... Mr. Hamill! The face that runs the place. The motherfucking heart of Star Wars. A.k.a. Luke Skywalker. Goes on Twitter. And in less than 140 characters, he manages to encompass the hearts of the fans. The millions. And millions of fans worldwide. So... What he decided to do recently, he decided to uh, share some sweet messages for Mr. Ben Solo, aka Gap Model Sweater, Gap Sweater Model himself, aka Kylo Ren, uh, Adam Driver's birthday. He goes, shout out to Adam Driver for no particular reason, other than being a spectacular actor, a wonderful human being, as well as a driver of small cars and finder of lost dogs. From your fan, Mark. So, little shout out, little uh, props going to Adam Driver from Marky Mark on his birthday. And that's basically it. We like to share his good tweets with you guys. He has a ton of them. We're not going to do a whole show around it. But that was something that stuck out. And uh, he had a couple of pictures of uh, Adam Driver that was attached to the tweet. But obviously, this is a podcast. Uh, that's audio, so you guys can't see the pictures, so it makes no point to describe them. But go follow him at, at Hamill himself and tell him the at NFO underscore podcast sent you. Doc, what's your take on this? Yeah, did you see this tweet? I did see the tweet. Um, I think, uh, you know, Mark never forgets the people that he loves, and I think him and Adam had a really good... Uh, Reach around? A good, what? And, and, what? What? Exactly. They had a really good... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, interaction, uh, relationship during the, the filming of the movies. And uh, Mark is one of those guys who uh, will not get past that. So he, he he's a good dude. Speaking of Boba he's, Fett, by the way, look, he, I'm, I'm looking at the Nike Air Presto mid-utility right now, Star Wars Boba Fett, that is uh, on StockX right now. Have you seen these pop? Let me, t- let me give you a little... Uh... Oh, yeah, those were ugly, yep. Ugly as fuck, but I love them, though. They're amazing. I love ugly things. So I hang out with you. Thank you. Do you? Do you, it means you must love the uh, the Adidas Boba Fett ones with the pocket on the side. Oh, those are rough. Those are those are those are a little bit worse than ugly. Those are worse. Are they selling? Uh, I guess I don't know. It's hard to find them. All right. What about update, those Nike Update. Up, update. Rancor eighty one twenty. We're we're moving and shaking right now. Hitting that. I got eight minutes to hit that nine thousand. Keep going. Okay. This is a Jerry Lewis telethon, folks. Just so you know. For the most part, I feel like that's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> it's Jerry. Except, it's Jerry. <laughs> except they had talent and we <laughs> we just got Doc and Pop it up here. <laughs> most, most, most people won't even know what the Jerry Lewis telethon is. I know. I used to, my parents used to watch that shit every fucking year, dude. Anyway, it was a staple in my house. The Beatles. Go donate money to Jerry Lewis. Hold <laughs> the number. Uh, you may speak to Bing Crosby. Uh, Bing Crosby. Yeah. Um, Empire Magazine dropped their Boba Fett cover uh, issue. Did you pick it up yet? I did not pick it up. No, I, I haven't found it either. But I saw the cover. It's been or... the talk of the. It's been the talk of the town. Why? Because uh, Kathleen Kennedy, they interviewed her. She came out of the woodwork, and they interviewed John Favreau. And a couple things were said regarding certain topics of Star Wars. First one being the show of Kenobi. Kenobi! 
Hello there. Um, Kathleen Kennedy stated that Hayden and, and uh, Ewan, the reunion itself on the, on the Kenobi set, and I quote, is the thing that was most exciting was being on the set and watching the two of them get excited. They hadn't seen one another in a long time. I was surprised at just how incredibly emotional it was for each of them to find themselves back in these roles and just realizing how important Star Wars was to each of them. It was the beginning of their careers. And with that, I got to say, uh, no, duh. But I don't know how that makes news, but she opens up her mouth and this is what comes out. I suppose to usually where she opens up her mouth and what it goes in. Something so, comes in. Oh. oh. Then she decided to talk about the sequel trilogy that was at because it was asked. And they're saying that how the new characters could possibly return in new projects. And she goes, certainly, and I quote, certainly, those are not characters we're going to forget. She said about the heroes that most of the most recent Star Wars sequels. They will live on. And those are conversations that are going on with the creative team as well. Now, do you think she's meaning that they're going to live on in books, video games, comics, more movies? Do you even want to see them get uh, or Disney Plus shows? Do you want to see them continue? Let's see some of them, not all of them. I mean, right? Come on. Um, do I want to see, see Finn? Uh, not really. Do I want to see Poe? Uh, I just want to see Ray continue. That's all I really want to see. Everything else is irrelevant to me. So you, so you want to see a, a spread out of a central I want to see it completely spread out. Now, do you spread, want Hustler, Penthouse? Oh, no, it's got to be one of the one of the one of the nasty ones. Like that Playboy shit, hey, Billy Show Bush. By the way, rank up update eighty one, eighty nine, with five minutes left. Oh man! And and just just for the record, motherfucker. Okay, the Boba Fett jacket on eBay is flipping for seven hundred, six thirty, eight hundred, six seventy, seven twenty nine. These are sold auctions now, by the way. Uh, what else over here? Let me see. You know they used to sell the ninety nine. What? Say again. They used to sell the Disney, the Disney Black Diamond VHS tapes. They were asking for ten grand, uh, you know, trying to yep, make some yep. kind of market on it. Doesn't six, necessarily mean they're going to get it. Six, nine, no, these these are sold auctions. These are ones that have already sold. I know oh. how to run eBay, baby. When people ask for it, they're idiots. I, I I don't I don't I don't follow that. I follow what's been sold. Six ninety nine. This one sold for. That's ridiculous. So go flip it. I don't know if I want to flip it though. You bought two of them though. Right? I bought one of them. Look how ugly it is. It is ugly. You're it's actually so gonna ugly. Would you actually wear that? I don't know. I probably would. I like ugly shit. My, you have seen my ex-wife? <laughs> uh, no, I haven't actually. I've never oh, seen a picture. No. I like it. All right, so stop should, whining, you fucking snowflake, and wear I, it. I should have bought the sweater. The sweater's fucking flipping too. The sweater's actually pretty dope. It looks like. Like that's what it looks better than the jacket, yeah. It looks like the inner um, you know, lining of his suit. Yep. Which is fucking pretty cool. Oh, that one's flipping for fucking twice as much, too. Fuck. I should have bought everything. The baseball hat's 80 bucks. Holy shit. 80 bucks for a baseball for hat? A fucking baseball hat. It's flipping for 80 bucks solid. Wow. That's not, all right, back to the rank. Oh, hold on. Let's see. We got how many minutes left? Three Four. minutes. It's 82.90. Ooh. Did not going to make it, dude. Honestly, I hope it doesn't make it. It will make it, but I hope it doesn't. It's going to go up to 8900 and how, fall how short. Funny, how funny would that be? 8999. <laughs> 80, 8290 right now. You know, there's people who just sit there and wait because we want to make it exciting. Shut up, you fucking retards. I fucking hate those people. Anyway. <laughs> so speaking about Book of Boba Fett, it was also Speaking about retards. 
Uh, it was mentioned in the Empire Magazine as they spoke to John Favreau about uh, the upcoming show. Um, and Favreau stated that there's a power vacuum because Jabba is gone. Jabba was clearly a very strong and imposing leader who people were very scared of and who seemed to rule with an iron fist. You pull someone like that out of the ecosystem of Tatooine and hut space in general, and you have, you have the opportunity that's ripe in the gangster genre. Although Boba Fett is a very experienced bounty hunter, he's not experienced at running a criminal syndicate or managing forces. He's not normally a newcomer, He's an expert as we see him in most areas, but in this case, he's trying to transition to another position. So, uh, very interesting comments. What's your take? Yeah, um, I, I, it, we're, we're kind of sitting on this, on the edge of um, Boba Fett coming out, and we all want to see him be the guy that we know he is this fucking monster ass kicker that's going to be taking down all the bounties in the planet and every single planet every single world but they're not going to do that which is going to be interesting you know they're going to give us a boba fett that like you said is in a place where he's not familiar with um in a role he's not familiar with which i understand but and, and so you really can't claim fan service about this because if it was fan service, it would be him flying around the fucking you know the uh, the universe collecting bounties, yada yada yada, being a badass. But this is good storytelling and good writing where they're going to challenge him from the get go. We're going to see flashbacks of who he was and who and who he, and, and and who he had been in the past. I'm sure we will. Will we get something in the future when Boba Fett ends? I'm sure we definitely will. But I think this is a good starting point for them to put him in a position where he's not used to um to further bring the character along not that we've had the character be further brought along in the last 30 years aside from you know his backstory in um clone wars but um i think it's uh it's an interesting position to put him in and will more than likely be successful and lead to us to get other things with boba fett okay they also mentioned in this article um, about Rangers of the New Republic. And uh, while speaking to Kennedy, they asked her about the show. And she says, we never written any scripts or anything on that. In addition to, to noting this, she also stated that some of that will figure into future episodes, I'm sure, of Mandalorian. So they're seemingly scrapping rangers and incorporating it allegedly into future episodes of mando and now people are saying that the character of cara dune is seeming to be recasted because who knows uh rumor on the street is that at at one point that she was coming back uh gina carano now it's saying that they're gonna recast her i don't give a fuck anymore dude i don't care but uh, it's interesting now that now they're going to incorporate a whole entire series into a season or two seasons of Mando. It makes you think, like, how good was the actual, you know what I'm saying? Like, how, how can you fit one whole season of one show in another season of another show and still tell the effective stories of the original show? So I'm not happy with this, with this, uh, with this revelation that, you know, they're going to try to sho- shoehorn um 
the Rangers into this. It's who cares if it's done, it's done. Scrap the fucking thing. If you want to incorporate certain portions of it into it, all right, maybe. But for the most part, why? I mean, what? I'm sure Favreau and Filoni have a plan for season, you know, four and three and stuff. And why would they step on it because of the because of that? I don't get it. Maybe if it's one episode, if they kind of condense the whole thing to you know to one where they show up, all right, fine. But it just makes no sense to me that they would just transform it into this. It just, it just, it's just, it's not sitting well with me. Speaking of Favreau and Favreau, uh, you know, why did you say salami, baloney, 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 and salami? Um, Gabagol, where? Gabagol. (laughs) Where's Bernard when you need him, huh? Um, so speaking about Filoni and Favreau, you are, have you ever heard of, uh, this person, Grace Randolph? No. She's like a leaker on the internet, like a blonde haired lady. She does YouTube videos. She, she recently stated that Favreau and Filoni are going to tackle the movie division. And that they're in charge of new, all new movies coming out in Star Wars. Ooh. And everyone jumped on this like a grenade. Um, we don't know if it's true. We don't know if this feeds into the rumor that Kathleen Kennedy got an extension. But doesn't have any creative power whatsoever at Lucasfilm anymore. Um, I don't know if it means that. Filoni and Favreau now are in charge of making a movie pertaining only to their portion or pocket of the universe. So we might see all these shows lead up to a cinematic climax or cinematic trilogy or one movie or whatever the case may be. But there's a lot of rumblings going on. And with all the shenanigans that happened or lack of shenanigans that happened with D23, um, Disney Plus Day. I don't know, man. Somebody that I know who's very smart told me there's smoke, there's fire. So I don't know what to think anymore. I just want to throw it out in the atmosphere and see what you got. What's your take on everything? Um, it's an interesting thought process. It would make sense if they would make them in control of something, but I, I can't. I can't imagine it would be the movies. I would more so think that they would be in control of the uh, of the, the the TV stuff and the Disney Plus stuff. Um, but if that's what they want to go, I'm in 100% for sure. Um, for, for for me, they should just have the keys to the fucking castle. Just get it all done. I agree. Every single every single aspect of it. They have been the ones that have shown that they've a proven commodity to make money for Disney Plus and make things that we want to see. Oh, by the way, uh, LeBron Corps is over right now. And as of right now, there's 8,528 backers. But... There's a glitch in the system. So the glitch in the system, it's, it's, hanging, it's over. It, hey, it's ended. It's a hanging chat like Florida? It's a, it's a hanging chat, exactly. So the hanging chat is that if you have it in your cart and the and the HasLab ends, you could actually have it in your cart for, I think, at least 24 hours before they'll take it out. And it still could potentially get funded. So right now it's at 8528. I'm going to refresh again. Let's see. Um, and it's at 85.30, so it's going up even though it ended uh, five minutes ago. But I doubt I doubt, I doubt right now 470 people have it in their cart. Um, and I don't know if they add there's some international backers as well. I don't know if that gets added onto this. I personally hope it doesn't get funded. I, really, I don't want to fucking deal with the 350 
just to get Malachi in the Rancor. I want everything else associated with it. So Hasbro better go back to the drawing board and restructure shit. And how and much how much time how much time is uh is left? There's no time left. It's What's over. That? It's and over, Johnny. Speaking <laughs> of over. Great transition. Thank you. When you said over, my eyes lit up. I was like, oh, there's the transition. Ladies and gentlemen, we do a segment on this show called Who is More Over? Now, I know what you're saying. That statement is not grammatically correct. But fuck the statement. We do what we want because Doc and GGP are the real tag team champions. Yalla, Mr. McMahon. No, seriously. Uh, what we do is we compare two aspects of Star Wars. The reason why it's over is we're using wrestling lingo. And that means popular. So when we compare a person, a place, a thing from Star Wars, and you tell us what's more over with you, you're basically telling us which one you like more, which one's more popular with you. But, you know, all six fans, once they tell us what they think, all right, cool. But then we, get, we go to the meat and potatoes of the scenario, the, the most important opinions, and that's ours. So, Doc, what's on the marquee? Okay, on the marquee this week. I guess this, this this last ten days, it's a droid battle again. We got our buddy B B to the Izzle to the A. Him. What? Thief? Ow! Hey, what? Use me. Oh! Oh, didn't make it. From the sequel trilogy, uh, versus going way, way back with our buddy, one of the funniest droids on the planet, K2 SO from Rogue One. K, climb, climb. You can still send the plans to the fleet. If they open the shield gate, you can broadcast from the tower. Locking the vault door now. Kate! Goodbye. What do the polls say? What do the polls say? Let me just write down our time stamp here. 34 minutes for over. Hey, Dennis stamp? Jumping up and down on the chair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, polls. Let's see here. Ooh, uh, looks like uh, BB-8 is over. Uh, no, it's 50-50. Adam DeJanes, K2, SO, K2 over huge. That damn ball barely showed much personality. Though I own the life-size robot. Ooh, Adam DeJanes owns the life-size robot. Excuse me, Adam DeJanes. Yeah, it's, in his, it's in his ass. Exactly. He's rolling around in his bunghole. All right, hold on. Let's go to... What um, do you think the gerbil keeps his shape? It rolls around. <laughs> Let's go to... Instagram. Okay. Uh... Listen, I just want to throw this out there. Oh, wait. Oh, like Lacey Gillerin had a baby? Oh, yeah. She was pregnant. Not mine, though. Holy shit. Congratulations. 
She named Poor him Daisy girl. Daisy girl, Daisy Claire. What a waste. She could have named her fucking Ray Leia or something like that. Come on. Wow. Someone uh someone dropped the uh the the, the, the thermal detonator through her exhaust pipe, eh? Anyway. <laughs> you saw that meme. Uh, How's <laughs> anyway, it going? That go. was a good one. Uh so let's see Instagram. K2SO 62 to 38 percent. Looks like our boy K2SO is over this week on Instagram. Facebook, it's a dead heat. All right. So what I want to say now to all you people out there, all the fans out there. Fuck all you. No, no, seriously. Well, right, yeah, sure. but seriously, though, like we just made a joke on Adam's, uh, about Adam on his expense, but it's made out of love. So anyone out there, listen to the show. You're a fan of the show. If we pick on you or if we make a joke about you, please. Don't be a fucking snowflake. Don't cry in your safe space. Take it on the chin like a man, like Doc does for 20 bucks, and move on. Because it's set out of love. It's not set out of malice. We love the fans. All six of you guys. Because without you guys, we'd only be talking to each other about this stuff. But now we get to incorporate our opinions and our voice to six other people. So enjoy it. You know? Spread, spread the love. I mean, we talked about some, uh, what's his name? Um, Brandon Miller's mom taking it in the bum yeah, for, for an eternity, guys. An eternity. And, and and you know it's all out of love. So because I love know. the bum. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, just uh, sit back, enjoy the show, and take and it like you, a man. And if you if you men- if you if you're somewhat mentioned on the show, take your fifteen minutes of fame and be happy because that means you made an impression on us. And who are we? We're just like you. We're average people who love Star Wars. But it's our show. So we're better than you. But it's okay. But anyway. Can't make a favorite. Uh, listen. Um, give me, oh, no, I didn't even think about that. Wow. Yeah, you're right. That is gimmick infringement. I shouldn't have said it like that. Um, by the way, shout out to Holly Garland. She gave me a Christmas present this Saturday night at uh, Virginia Championship Wrestling. The Grinder. <laughs> no, no pepper kinda. Uh, um. <laughs> oh shit! It's up to. Uh, it just dropped down to seven thousand nine hundred and sixty-two backers. I don't know how that happened. That was weird. Um, it's it's okay. Biden will win the fucking election again. Um, she gave me a, a Yeti, which is a coffee thermos. But that that was one of those positions where uh, I'm sure (laughs) (laughs) you fuck a chick out in the snow and you shove her head down and leave her out there naked and she bangs at the door with the snow debris going (laughs) (laughs) the Yeti. You gotta say like Jim Ross, the Yeti. (laughs) I mean, uh, like uh, Tony Schiavone. Um, Anyhow, um. She gave me a, a, a Yeti coffee thermos with the that's a Greek god popping on it. It's inscribed and has a picture of of Jin, uh, Jaren's uh, Mandalorian helmet on it. So shout out uh, to the sisters. Thank you very much for your present. I enjoy it very much. And my kids thought it was cool what, too. What your helmet looked like? Huh? How'd you know what your helmet looked like? Oh, she saw the pictures from your from your phone that you left underneath <laughs> our bed. <laughs> <laughs> Holly, shout out! You're, you are you are our best fan, Holly. It is there is no doubt about it. And yeah. I, I I gotta tell you, 
Papa's Papa's down in uh, <laughs> this week, Virginia, Virginia. And uh, she took some really fantastic photos of you. I mean, I've unfortunately seen a lot of photos of you because you are an arrogant prick who puts all these photos up of yourself from wrestling matches. And she uh, she really did a great job. She got some really awesome action shots of you, um, even ones in the ring. And um, it was uh, <laughs> it was some really I I commented on her. She put some good black and whites. You, you look good, kid. You know, for uh, you know, forty-five, you see, you still, you still got it. Well, two things. Number one, I'm forty-four. And number number you two, still I got never it. lost it. So, oh, dude, you should have seen him. I had him in the palm of my hands. Oh, they hated me. They started chanting "Little Caesar," like <laughs> Little Caesar's Pizza, instead of Greek God. And the other, and the other half of the fans were chanting uh, "Papa John's." Instead of Papa Don, dude, <laughs> I had him, dude. I'm surprised these people even knew what those chains were in Virginia. You know, anyhow. It's fantastic, it's fantastic. Um, all right, so let's get let's get let's get to to the segment. Who's more over? Um, we we said uh, what's his name? K2SO was over on Instagram and uh, Dead Tie on uh, the Book of Face. So, um, do you want to go to emails first? Or you want to go around, Robin? Let's do emails. Let's do emails. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you can send us an email regarding this segment or anything else on this shitbag show. Uh, newforceorder at yahoo.com. So, uh, I'm going through the emails right now. Let's me, let me filter it real quick. And our first email tonight comes from, yeah, speak of the devil, Mr. Backdoor himself. Oh, Mr. Mama backdoor himself, Brandon Miller. So, here we go. Hey, fellas. Hey, Brandon. How are you? Uh, this week, I'm taking the only droid in the galaxy with a circumference, BB-8. While the sequel trilogy wasn't perfect, one high note, of course, was the little round bot that served as an R2-D2 for the new generation of fans. I also love the backstory that J.J. drew BBA up on a napkin at dinner. No disrespect to K2SO, who's fun pairing with Andor and Rogue One. They're just not as quite Han and Chewy. <laughs> Ooh, I like that, Jack. Uh, had a question, fellas. With all the upcoming Star Wars movie seemingly shelved indefinitely, it feels Disney is officially putting all their eggs into the TV basket, which disappoints me a little as both a movie guy and doesn't feel right with respect to Star Wars, period. My question is, if you had to place a Vegas bet on which comes out first, which would you take, Mandalorian Season 4 or a new Star Wars movie? Happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving fellas. Just remember, real Thanksgiving Happened over a month ago for us Canadians. Yeah, okay. Listen here, Uncle Fucker. Talk to your guy up there, the Prime Minister of Canada. Uh, He's he a Star Wars fan. He wears his little R2-D2-3 CPO socks. Uh, what's his name? Tours No, Trudeau. What a prick. What do, what, do they, what do Canadians have to give thanks for? Huh? Ice hockey? Super Troopers? What do they have to give? What do they have to give thanks for? What do Canadians have? Curling? Huh? Uh, they, have, they have poutine, dude. That shit is legit. What's poutine? Is that like Canadian pussy? Uh, oh no! <laughs> What's poutine? Well, poutine is it's uh, French fries, 
and they put cheese curds, not cheese, cheese curds, which is a different process to make cheese curds, and they pour gravy on top of it. It's fucking amazing. Bro, you can go to Cherry Valley and Whitestone and get a couch potatoes, mozzarella cheese, and fries with gravy. Yeah, see, it's the best mozzarella cheese. You want the curd, huh? Curd. The curd's where it's at, Curd, man. curd. All right, so what's, what's your Vegas bet? Would you say uh, Star Wars movie or Mandalorian season four, which comes out first? Oh, uh, fuck, man. That's a good question. Um, uh, the way they're cranking out the series is, I would say it's going to be Star Wars. It's going to be Mandalorian season four. Gotcha. Oh, but but we haven't seen Mando season three yet. Are we counting Boba Fett as season three? No, right? Yeah. Man, that's a hard question. Mm, I'm still going to go Mando 4. Okay. Uh, I would go with a Star Wars movie because they have to fill the date for 2023. December 2023. It's still on the slate. They just haven't said that what movie will be coming out. So I think we'll see that before Mando. Me. Uh, Todd Santiago. He's uh, the next email. So, starts off. BB who? Oh, BB-8 versus K2SO. Okay. Prequels or sequels was, I thought it was. But my boy Assassin, Homeboy 88, and my Sith Acolyte Holly have it covered. BB-8 is a cheap imitation of R2-D2 for future generations. Hope it's blasted into oblivion, but K2SO isn't a pissy. It's like... That's what he put, P-I... Oh, I'm sorry. Isn't a pussy. He put an exclamation point. It looked like an I. It's like defending a championship title once every 327 days. Only Padawans do better if trained properly. Hashtag prequels or sequels. I don't understand where this guy gets his logic from. What is he? Uh, Meth. Probably. Uh, maybe he's the uh, 24-7 uh, uh, triple, uh, was it double A, triple, no, triple A, uh, NA champion. You know, 24-7 NA champion, Narcotics Anonymous. I don't know. Choochie, get the yo, Choochie. And so we're up when you send us an email. But thank you for your email. Um, so, Doc, do you want me to go first? Because I'll tell you who I'm picking. Uh, go for it. E2SO, hands down. He added so much gravitas to the film, being the comedic relief. Also, his uh, visual embodiment. He was tall. He was lanky. He was powerful. Tall, tall, dark, and powerful. Look at you. Right? Also, Alan Tudyk on stilts, bro. Come on. Versus BB-8. Look, how do you take R2-D2 out of the goddamn movie? That guy has not one but two things that you love. Two dicks. That's amazing. <laughs> I feel like Larry Legend over here. I'm, I'm salivating at the mouth. Uh, shout out to Larry Legend. So on Friday night, it was great. Um, but honestly, though, R2D2, the unsung hero of the OT trilogy and Star Wars in general, gets replaced by uh, BB 8. And don't get me wrong, BB 8's a cool design. I like the way they did it. But honestly, in all honesty, he didn't do much for me. It's, I don't hate the droid. Not by any means of the imagination. I mean, could be worse. It could be another space slug like the guy from episode nine or Dio, the, the megaphone looking fucking droid that did nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but K2 
K2SO added something. He had that that snarky sarcasm humor that we were missing. And it felt organic every time he spoke, you know? Yeah. So I'm going to go with him. Got it. Uh, let's ask the Sith Force Ghost in the room. Sparrow, what do you like better, bro? Do you like BB-8? What's more over for you, BB-8 or K2SO? Oh, man. <clears throat> Oh, shit, it's recording. Who's more over? All right, so it's the Battle of the Droids. One side we got the glorified fucking soccer ball with whatever the fuck that is on top. And K2SO. K2SO, sorry. Pretty badass fucking droid, in my opinion. Funny and badass at the same time. Um... BB-8, man, he, you know, man, I mean, aside from the technological marvel it is, and aside from, I get it, you know, they were trying to do two things. They were trying to find something to appeal to the kids, to the children, good for merchandising and fucking toy sales and whatever the fuck. And, you know, they were trying to find uh, a successor to... uh, R2-D2, and R2-D2, you're not my friend. I'm sorry. There will never be another astromech or whatever fucking type droid to replace R2. All right? Uh, And if that's what they were going for with BB-8, sorry, but Disney failed. All right? Give a fuck how fucking cute BB-8 is. BB-8 is not R2. is not as badass BB-8 is not the hero that R2 is. You know, R2, R2's done a lot, man. And, you know, R2 continues to live and continues to do what R2 does. You know, and the fact that they try to fucking bring in this little glorified soccer ball to fucking be, I guess, the new R2. No, it didn't work. K2SO, um, you know, Imperial Droid turned Rebel. Obviously, through reprogramming, you know. Um, in Rogue One, I, I felt that he sort of stole the show, man. I felt that that droid uh, came and he stole the fucking show. Uh, his back and forth with Pedro Pascal, who was getting a fucking series that nobody fucking asked for. You know, I don't give a fuck what what the optimists say. Well, it's more Star Wars. I don't give a fuck if it's more Star Wars. Yes. You know, what's better than Star Wars? More Star Wars. But give me fucking Star Wars that makes sense. And I'll probably end up eating those words. And I hope I do. I really do. Because, you know, I want Star Wars to be great, you know. But but K2SO stole the movie, I felt. Um, You know, he's a badass motherfucker. And he's funny. Not unlike... uh, the reprogrammed um, IG-11, you know, and right now, for my favorite Jordan Star Wars, it's between K2SO and uh, IG-11. Um, it's going to be kind of hard to top IG-11 since he fucking offed himself, you know, anyways, K2SO is over with me, guys, enough of my fucking rambling, I'm tired, um, but that's, that's that. Thanks, Spiro. That was great. That was great, Spiro. As always. Yep. 
Um, Doc, I know what you're going to pick, but let the fans know. Okay, so um, now BB-8. You, BB-8 had me in the beginning. You know, he was a very interesting design. He was an interesting droid. I like where they were going with him. But then, you know, you, you just stated the the obvious that brings BB-8 down for me. He's basically a fucking dollar store R2-D2. There was no need for BB-8 to be inside this movie when we had R2-D2. Why was R2-D2 sitting in the sidelines, not actively looking for Luke Skywalker, shut off with this chunk of the map inside of him? Made no sense to me. The BB-8 scenes in this movie could have been easily replaced with R2-D2. And I think it would have made the film a lot better. You know, have some backstory where Poe gets R2-D2. Like, you know, Luke abandons him. He doesn't want to deal with the, with any with anything anymore. And then he latches himself onto, onto, um, onto Poe. And he becomes Poe's astromech droid. What if the movie had a little more gravitas? Not that it was a bad movie, Force Awakens. But wouldn't it have had more gravitas if R2 would have been the droid that that has a stake in locating Luke Skywalker and wants to find him? Wouldn't yeah. that make more wouldn't that make more sense to you? Mm-hmm. And then they find the fucking map inside the rest of the map inside him. That's kind of just, just fucking stupidity. They could have definitely figured out a better way to do that. And R2 could have been again the savior of the Star Wars trilogy and do what he normally does. So and BB-8 was just it was just kind of like the filler space for me when it came to that. There was no need for him to be there. It should have been R2-D2 the whole way along. Would people have made more comparisons to Force Awakens to New Hope? Yeah, they would have, but you know what? That's okay. That's okay. And I wouldn't have mind R2 being the lining that that connects, you know, the thread that connects both of those movies. I think it would have been good for the Star Wars franchise and better for the sequel trilogy as a whole if it was R2 and not BB-8. Um, BBA could have been some other fucking droid somewhere else. Who, who the hell cares? But in they reality, wanted to sell toys, dude. That's the only yeah. reason why. Uh, they it. could have sell plenty of toys with R two D two. But um, you know, what did BBA really do in episode and in, in the second and third movies of the sequel trilogy? Not much of anything. You know, they abandoned him faster than they fucking abandoned Jar Jar. So I think it should have been R two. I think they wasted a really good spot for that and didn't give it to him. K two S O original droid. Um, probably one of the droids that sits up there with the one of the most interesting and funny personalities, which I think droids are usually re- relied on for comedy relief. You know, look at three PO, um, as as the as the archetype of that, and Tudic as K two S O really kicked it up a notch. Um, I there's no if you listen to the show, there's you know there's no secret that I love me some K two S O. I think he's a well designed droid. Oh. I think it's really funny. You love that Tudic, right? I do. I love that Tudic, and I think I already used that joke, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> My segue was better, <laughs> and, and um, I really I think force that, it in. It glided in. Yeah, both uh, of them. it's two dicks. You got to force them in. It's, uh, it doesn't fit in one hole unless you force it. Uh, it's um, he's the one that's gonna that's gonna be over for me this week. It's gonna be K two S. So it's he's funnier. He's better. Had more personality, and his death really meant something, and it really made me sad when he died. Um, bring him back, K2SO for the win. What if K2SO is really a Sith Lord? Oh, wait, sorry, one character. Yeah, uh, uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a different uh, so, theory. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, new force order at yahoo.com. If you want to tell us next week what you thought about this segment, 
or next week's segment or anything else regarding the show, send us an email. We want to interact with all you fans, all six of you guys. Uh, Doc, it's funny you mentioned the sequel trilogies. I want to just bring something up real quick. There is a rumor going around. Yes. By Giant Freaking Robot. That J.J. Abrams is producing a show that will be a sequel to Star Wars sequel trilogy. A sequel to the sequel? This sounds like Spaceballs now. Yeah. So, do you think that there's any weight behind this, considering now that allegedly Kathleen Kennedy is back with a three-year extension and that J.J. may be coming back? I also heard a rumor that J.J. may be running. Um... Lucasfilm. I don't know how true that is because oh, he just that signed would, that would be interesting. That because he just signed that big deal with Warner Brothers, you know what I'm saying? After episode nine, that he was supposed to help reboot the DC universe. So I don't know, uh I don't know what what's true anymore. Yeah. Um that's it's kind of weird. Um a sequel to the sequel trilogy. I so we, we we had talked about this a lot in detail in the past episodes, where we think that there, you know there's still a lot of meat on that bone to be, you know, to be gnawed off. You know, we have to see the whole Kylo Ren thing. Yeah, we got in the comic book form, but what's better than the comic book form? Anything else um, except book form. Um, so I think they had spoken to Adam Driver recently, and he seemed to be interested in returning to his role of uh, Kylo Ren. Um, but he said, but they killed me. So I think there's stuff there. I think there's stuff for Ray's time on Jakku to talk about. And I think the biggest thing that they could bring out of the sequel to the sequel trilogy um would be oh no you said sequel to the sequel trilogy not prequel to the sequel trilogy right yeah sequel to the sequel oh yeah so it's not gonna be kylo definitely it could be it could be how's it gonna be kylo i told you if he didn't die he didn't die he's still hanging on the legend what was up top was a force projection Force projection Mm, it's possible and now he's Um, like ronin like hawkeye ronin or batman hawkeye's been been really good i've enjoyed it so far really yeah you really like it i liked it it's Um, very slow it's all right i like it slow I know you do, um, but the problem is it's I don't know how many episodes are gonna be and they're already three in and they haven't yeah. really done anything. That's right. They They've done ungats, bro. Stugats, stugats. Stugats, ungats. Um so that must be a great thing. Uh Ray, for sure we need to see that. Ray! That's 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 gotta be where it's at. I just wanna see more Ray. Of course I wanna see more Ray. Yeah. More Ray, let's my, close. My family. Um Comic book stock, have you caught up on your stack? No, not at all. Darth Vader 20 is coming out by Greg Pak and Raphael Ienko. And they posted on the Star Wars website that Sabe wasn't killed in Vader's ambush. Ki- in pra- Kimo Sabe? Yeah, yeah Kimo Sabe. Well, Sabe, with the handmaid into Padme, wasn't killed in Vader's ambush. Uh, and there might be a hint that she might be helping out the Sith, or she might be part of Crimson Dawn. Um... Also, a new Star Wars, uh, uh, from Marvel Star Wars, the Halcyon Legacy. You know what the Halcyon is? No, isn't it a ship? Yes, that's the, the Star Cruiser ship. for yes. $6,000 and give your firstborn child up for for two nights stay. Uh, huh. We'll get that back to that in a second. But Marvel's Star Wars, the Halcyon Legacy is a five-issue miniseries written by, written by Ethan Stacks with art by Will... Sliny, that will feature several all-new stories set throughout Star Wars history, each spotlight a different adventure or famous passenger who has been aboard the Halcyon. In, in its decades... It ain't gonna the, be me, I'll tell you that. I mean, neither. Fuck that shit. The first issue arrives this January will feature stories from both the High Republic 
and resistance errors, while the second issue follows fe in February with another resistance error tale in a Clone Wars era tale focused on bounty hunter Aura Singh. In issue number three, a spotlight in the exclusive cover uh, below of the article uh, takes us back to the Clone War once again for a secret mission starring young Jedi Anakin and Republic Senator Padme Amidala. So, this Halcyon Legacy, this Halcyon uh, Star Cruiser, is the name of the Star Cruiser for this Disney Star Cruiser Hotel two-night stay extravaganza. They recently dropped a commercial for it. Did you see the uh, commercial? Yeah, it's, it's me bending over getting fucking taken in the ass for something. No, seriously, did, did you see the commercial? I no? did not see the commercial, no. Oh, my God. It was the drizzling shit. Oh, it was like, it did not feel like Star Wars. They showed like cheesy ass rooms from the ship, decor from the ship. Some twilight girls were, you know, in makeup as a twilight singing these. Um, beep, uh, beep, no, beep, no, no, no. Singing like modern songs. And it was just, it did not feel like Star Wars, right? So what happened was, what happened it, was so many people were talking shit about this that they took the video down. That's great. And uh, people are upset because $6,000 is a lot of scarole, bro. Yes. You know? And, and, and it looks cheap. It doesn't look like Star Wars. It looks horrible. Like, who wants to go play at freaking Dollar Tree Star Wars for $6,000 yeah. for two nights? You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the, what are you painting? Like, you, you ever see the... Um, I'm, pay, I'm actually doing a favor for a friend of mine who gave me his custom U.S. agent that he had gotten from... He had gotten, he had gotten from somebody else... It's chipping. The paint's chipping. So he was like, I need to fix this. Which paint should I do? I was like, just give it to me. It's much easier because I have everything. He was like, oh, that's what I was hoping you would say. Nice. So, um, uh, you ever see that Star Wars? Uh, it's like, it was like a, a phone sex commercial where, they, where the girls are dressed up as like Twilight and one was dressed up as Yoda. Yes. <laughs> this is like, I feel like this that's is, exactly what it felt like. This is, what it is. It's ridiculous. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just... I might have lost for words how disappointed I am about this bullshit. Um, a, there's no way I'm ever going to pay that amount of money to fucking go d to deal with this. This is not going to happen. And B, uh, how dare you? How dare you besmirch my Star Wars? How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Um, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. This is just seems more corporate. It just it seems like Kathy Kennedy fingerprints all over it. I'm not putting the blame on her. It's just that's what it feels like. I don't know how you can screw this up. Listen, Disney. If anyone from Disney's listens to this show, they probably don't. They should, but they don't. You guys have the best property in the universe. The most widely known IP. This is what people want to fucking see. This is what you should do. A Vader show. A Luke and Grogu show. Take all the books and make them into movies or animated features. You want to give us the, uh, the story and death of uh, Asajj Ventress with the, the Jedi. The, what was that book called? Dark Disciple. Give us that. You know, in an animated movie for Disney+. Plus. People want to see this. People want to take the Amidala books. And turn them into fucking animated stuff if you can't film um, live action. Everything, a, a Vader show, 
You're talking about Lando. Yeah, we want to see a Lando show, but we also want to see make Solo two a series. You know what I'm saying? Instead of a movie. Yeah. Like this is stuff people there. are clamoring for. And what are we doubling down on? Geode. What? Why? Star Cruiser, six grand a night. What? Why? What? Uh, sequel. sequel to the sequel. What? No. People want to see Heir to the Empire remake with Luke and Grogu and Ahsoka and Ezra and Thrawn and, and everybody in between during that time period. Maybe a de-aged Han Solo or de-aged Carrie Fisher. And that's where the money is, guys. I'm sorry, but this the sequel trilogy, there's no connection to the majority of the hardcore fan base. And because that there isn't no emotional attachment, no connection, you're not going to make a lot of Scott Hall on it. That that one time when you made a billion dollars on a film, it should have been two billion. That's why the first one was two billion. Then every other film was a billion, a billion, a billion, a billion. Don't get me wrong, a billion dollars is a billion dollars, but still. Yeah, it ain't you, two billion dollars. It ain't two billion dollars, exactly. Was better than a billion dollars? Two billion dollars. Right. It's where you can keep the billion after taxes. But speaking of Ahsoka, now that I mentioned her, Disney knows to pay taxes. Yeah, that's true. Um, Variety again, the magazine with the with that just came out with both of um, are stating that Natasha Lou Bordizo, we mentioned this in a prior show, known from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Sword of Destiny, and The Greatest Showman, will be joining the Ahsoka series cast. As casted as Sabine Wren. Now, also, there's also another actress named Ivana. Sh- uh, Sak- hump your face. Uh, Ivana, hump your face. Um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Arroyo, do you want the usual lad dance? No. Uh, Ivana Sakno adds her. What does um, she want to do? What am I now? She wants to sack you now. Um, Ivana Sakno, she's from Pacific Rim Uprising, the spy who dumped me in Hulu's series High Fidelity, is um, casted. They didn't say what. People are speculating as a new character. Some people are saying that she might be playing the Chiss Admiral uh, Aralani, a.k.a. Zayara, who commanded Vigilant during the Clone Wars as part of the expansionary defense fleet of the Chiss Ascendancy. Some people, I think she might be playing Hera because she has big green eyes to match mm-hmm. the ones that Hera had in the in the cartoon. But that's yeah, just... I, I saw the photo of the of the of the, the chess person you were talking about there, and she kind of looks like her. But I think that's probably why they tagged her to be playing yeah. her. But who the fuck knows? I mean, she's pretty. I tag her too for thirty. Yeah, seconds. exactly. There really hasn't been a lot of these castings that have been spot on as to who these people they're gonna. You know, they say that they're gonna be or really gonna fucking be. I mean, it's not like it's uh it's um it's all set in stone. It's all kind of bullshit. Well, something that isn't bullshit is that Watchmen, Iron Fist, and Inhumans directors helmed the episodes of The Book of Boba Fett. Now, before you get your fucking panties in a bunch because Iron Fist and Inhumans sucked, allow me to read what I'm about to read. Bestman Bulletin correctly reported, correctly, excuse me, not currently, correctly reported earlier this year that Bryce Dallas Howard, who previously directed episodes of Mandalorian, would be directing episodes of The Book of Boba Fett. Now, according to the new issue of Empire Magazine, we can add a couple more names to the team of directors of the show. Empire reports that Steph Green and Kevin Tancarowin were both behind the camera for at least one episode of each of the upcoming series. Green has been nominated for both Oscar and Emmy Awards. 
with her turn behind the camera for HBO series Watchmen being responsible for the latter. She's also directed episodes of the acclaimed series The Americans and one episode of Luke Cage, Netflix's Luke Cage, which gives her something in common with uh, Tanker Rowan, which fans might best remember Tanker Rowan for his work and writer and director for the YouTube series Mortal Kombat Legacy. He also directed one episode of Luke Cage Netflix, uh, Bestie Show, Iron Fist. Uh, Tanker Owen has quite a bit of experience in sci-fi and superhero work with episodes of Supergirl, The Flash, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and, of course, episodes of the finest piece of live-action te- television ever put to film, Marvels and Humans. I see what he did there. <laughs> uh, but also, Boba Fett has come out, and they stated that the official episode count is seven episodes, Doc. That's so, not a lot. And if they pull the said. same shit, exactly. They pull the same shit that they did with Amanda, where they're like, you know, 35 to 45 minutes long. That's not going to be great for us. That'd be, yeah, I'd rather get seven one-hour-long episodes of Boba Fett than fucking seven 28-minute or 33-minute episodes, because that's just going to suck. Yeah, no, I need, I need more Boba. So what do you think about the directors? Do you even give a shit or whatever? Um, let's see. The... The writing is really where it's at. The director, yeah, great. You know, you move things around, you shoot the stuff, blah, 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 blah. But they're not really where the fucking money is. It's got to be the guys who are writing it, the guys who are putting the pen to paper, and the guys who are really acting it. I've never been impressed with directors in the past. They get all fucking below me. But um, for the most part, and, and, and Bryce Dallas Howard, I'm talking to you. Um, for the most part, it, it really, it's, it's irrelevant to me. They're bringing these guys out. They did Cage and Iron Fist. And whatever. All in-house Disney guys. Great. Well, hopefully, the, continue, the trend continues because the first two seasons of The Mandalorians gave certain directors opportunities, and they've obviously shined. So I'm hoping this follows suit in the Book of Boba Fett. Um, speaking of spin-off series like Book of Boba Fett, there's a big rumor going around that's hev- heavily pub- publicized um, on the interwebs right now that Star Wars is in the works with a Married Jade series for Disney+. Plus. Mm, now, that would be interesting to me. Why? Because um, it's Firebush? It's fire, no, well, you know, you know, you, you know my feelings on Firebush. Uh, kind of gave up on them a long time ago. Because um, you got burnt, son. <laughs> I did. It's, it, it, no, I did. It's interesting to me in the fact that they would bring a character who, A, is very beloved from the... Um, you know, the, the non-canon stuff and bring her to canon. And I want to know how and why and in what capacity and also what era. Um, because that's really going to, you know, determine who she is and, and, and what her character is going to develop into. Those are all good questions. Do you think that she'll be the right hand of, not the emperor, because he's gone, of uh, Thrawn? possible i think i think she would be a fantastic foil for um uh ahsoka tano i think she would do well fighting against her if they keep her backstory you know the way it had previously been but um you kind of lose a little bit luster when she's not the emperor's right hand uh the emperor's hand you know so it's it's going to be interesting to see how they tackle that what they do with it where they bring it but i think it's i think it's high time that that mara jade joins the uh you know, joins the Hall of Fame over here. Do you think it's kind of a benefit she's not the Empress Hand, so she doesn't have to scratch his own nuts? Yeah, well, 
It's an old dick, blue dick. I mean, it's a, the dick's a dick, you know. <laughs> I, I, I read a stat the other day that every hand that you shake has probably had a dick in it at some point. And I was like, wow, think about that. That's probably true. <laughs> That's, yeah, a lot more true than the uh, the Omicron uh, variant uh, fear mongering they're doing now. But I digress. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, don't start, dude. Anyhow. Um, I did. You did. The Acolyte now oh. has a, a working title. It's being called Paradox. It's called. It's called... <laughs> <laughs> Pop. That's awesome. Next. All right. Doc, I remember somebody on this podcast, not me, um, and I'm not mentioning any names, <laughs> was going on a treasure hunt for the. Uh, Boba, um, no, the Bad Batch Funko Pops. Uh, no, I was not. I didn't buy one of those. I bought the, um, unfortunately, I bought the, um, you didn't tell me you got all the Bad Batch Funko Pops, no. from, one from the Target, one from here, one from Best no, no, Buy. that was, um, the, the Knights of Red. Oh, I got it mixed up. All right, so then that my, my segue into this. I wish, it was, I wish it was the Bad Batch. Batch. At this point, I wish it was the Bad Batch. Well, look, the Bad Batch now is coming out with a, a five-pack. It's going to be on sale. A Funko Pop five-pack with all of them in one shot, so you don't have to go crazy looking for them. So now you can get your Funko Pop Bad Batch series. That's all right. I'm going to pass. I, I really let Funko Pop fall, fall to the wayside because I just can't deal with them anymore. Gotcha. No space for them. I really don't like them anymore. I've fallen out of love with Funko Pop. I only got, I only, I mean, I have a couple of Funko Pops that were given to me as gifts. I recently bought my first Funko Pop, and I'm not going to spend any more. It's Boba Fett. Of course, I was going to say I saw it the other day in the, in the store, and I was like, mm, the black pass. with the with the with the vest. Yeah, is that the one? Yeah. So, spent ten bucks. I tried it out. It's still sitting up on there in the box. Anyhow, um, Wedge Antilles actor hints that there was a potential larger role in Rise of Skywalker. Uh, JJ wanted him to stay for five days on set, but Lawson, um, the actor, could only do one day because he had to work in, in, in direct plays. So they, what, is he, what, is he, what is he fucking crazy? He's turning down Star Wars money for plays? Yeah, who knows? This fucking guy. But uh, he did put it over and said that uh, it was a fun time being there and it felt great being back in the land, in the galaxy far, far away. But it makes you wonder for one day, they're going to sit there and film that one line? No. So do you think there's more on the cutting room floor of Wedge Antilles, and do you want to see it? I'm sure there is. I mean, I would love to see a little more Wedge, because who doesn't love, you know, what's better than Wedge? A little mm-hmm. more Wedge. Right. Um, uh-huh. Exactly. But um, uh, it's interesting that that he would turn that money down for God knows what fucking reason. I, it, it, some people's decisions really doesn't don't make a lot of sense to me sometimes when it comes to shit like this. It's like, this guy's going to go back to England and go make some fucking stupid plays and not take that Star Wars money? Come on, bro. Fuck is wrong with you, man? That's Star Wars money. That's residuals. You get checks in the mail for that shit. I agree. Fuck, Sh- fuck Shakespeare. What's better than money? More money? Not fucking Shakespeare. Oh, I don't know if there's Shakespeare's plays, but he did say just some some plays. Yeah, Who knows? Maybe shit. maybe he's making plays for the royal family. Who knows? But I doubt it. Um, do you want to go? Uh, you just made the list, or you just want to take it home? Um. Those lists, kind of, uh, those lists kind of suck this year. This this week, yeah, it does. Kind of brutal. We'll pass. So, all right, Stockton to Malone. 
Take it home. Um, you can find me at Dr. Dr. Underscore Destroyo. D-E-S-T-R-O-I Instagram. Alex Royo MD, Twitter. And Alex Royo on Facebook. Hey, big guy. Let them know they can find you at. Yeah, man. It's been great. But you can also find me, God knows where the fuck, aside from work these days. But if but check out the Rational Rage Network. Uh, have you know there's other guys doing doing things there. Uh, you got wrestling shows. You got fucking doomsday prepper shows. Uh, on Instagram, Spiro underscore A, Darth underscore Spiridon, and that's it, guys. That was great, Spiro. Thank you. Keep up the good work. Uh, you'll get a gold star, but you'll never get Grevin to be canon. You can find me at Greek God Papadon on Twitter and Instagram, Demetrius Papadon on Facebook. Greek God Papadon is a YouTube channel. All you six fans, go subscribe. I just threw up three or four new matches, uh, four or five promos. So we got some new content on there this week. Um, Pro Wrestling T slash Greek God Papadon. Is your t-shirt shop where you can get your GGP t-shirts. And uh, more importantly, you can find us all together collectively on Twitter at NFO underscore podcast on the book of face official new force order and new force order on uh, IG, which is Instagram. Email address is new force order at yahoo.com. And uh, thank you, Paristoparapoli, like we say in Greek, uh, for giving us your time and your ears. Hopefully, hopefully we uh, entertained you guys. And you guys had a good time listening to us talk what we talk about all the time, and that's Star Wars. But most importantly, what we love to do is get Star Wars more over with you, and you can count on us never to get us ourselves over on the expense of Star Wars. So this has been another exciting edition. So exciting. You can hear it in my voice. You can hear it in Doc's voice. We can't hold back the excitement. That's how exciting this fucking thing is. Of Star Wars. And most importantly. The new force order. For life. And that's just too sweet. Henceforth. You shall be known. As the. New force order, order, order. Press one for English. Marque nueve para español. In tonight's battle, we have Doctor Bay and FN One Eight Seven versus Princess Slayer and Han Yolo. Traitors, take it away. I love a battle. This ought to be lots of fun. Those are the eyes of a man who wants to run. Two raps are trash, and I guess that kind of makes sense. Raised from a garbage heap and Finn works in sanitation. When you're pressed to death, man, it's easy to breathe. You got a lot to learn, and it's easy to see. You stole your style from Uncut Plot, you stole the style for Irving Boys, you stole the style from Duquesne, you stole the style from me. You're a fly in the creek, you're faking the classics, and I think you're overestimating your chances. The longer you wait, the longer you linger, the more this battle's gonna slip through your fingers. Your face on the hut, so you better stand out on the double. Get ready to rumble. Just step to a power couple. Knocking the air out from you 
if you stumble at your bubble? Now we're making you fools choke like I made Jabba the Hutt do. Who the heck were you expecting when you were expected? You got a Sith in your stomach, used the force to correct it. Yo, Kylo Ren might not been half as bad. If Han Solo hadn't been a deadbeat dad. Take a second, take a minute, take a mental pause. Cause we'd all be better off if this mom went through your son was his descendant If you could still get pregnant I wouldn't recommend it Ugly vest He think he a hot dad Stupid dress Her outfit is all bad How old are you now? She's having a hot flash That goes to Dianova Cause the verse is a hot trash Took the wrong path Got a tramp stamp of a wall rap Who wants that? I rest my job of past gas Then the one night stand with Boss Nass I shoot from the hip If you push me get the whole clip And I don't need a man I fly my own ship Your weak throat will never be equal to the Brought up on the prequels No Vader, no Yoda, no Jabba, no Boba, no Chewie Um, Han, all of those characters did appear in those movies And, and they, they still suck Your skills just don't build up to mine, Han I can't Can't ever kill us huh. We battle Vader, we ain't ever getting old The imitators of fakers can't hang with originals Woo! For 20 years you've been stranded in the sand uh, For 40 years my brand has been in demand Finn spent his life in a can Listen, kids, you better act right like you've been given a chance In the galaxy. And here she stands. My name is Rescue Jakku. I'll cut down all of your crew. They call me Finn and I'm winning. You ancient losers is through. You're getting older and scary. Your friends got rolled up and buried. They went from living legendary to dead and rotten in the cemetery. And Wookiee is Chewbacca's like 430. Skip the taxidermy. Hurry, turn that beast into jerky. Oh, don't you dare shoot his face. Now I'm aiming for chest and legs. It's time to put that dog down. Put his head up on my fireplace. Half a portion each. So I'll break them down and trade them in. Take the Ever met at Poe and Maz, that's even hotter. Why you haters even bother? You're their daughter? Now this one is even hotter. This one needs the beta voice. Lucas Tyler's father. You're the one who screwed this up. Me? You messed up like half your verses. Really? Yeah. You want to go? Yeah, I do. You and me yeah, right now. All right, let's go. Get over let's do it. Yep, the marital spat of the galaxy is coming at you next week. So, hang on, and you'll see it then. Also, subscribe for more, and follow us on Facebook, because we got a lot more content coming out on there. See you in the next round.